Colonel Christopher Midbury is the new garrison commander of Fort Campbell. This week he joins me, Ryan Pluckelman, and Charlie Kuhn to share his story of growing up as a Navy brat, going to West Point with his brother, the advantages of being in a the advantages of being in a military family, and what exactly a garrison commander does day to day. Clarksville's conversation is powered by FNM Bank. Charlie, I'm looking at this resume here. Why do you print these things out? Nothing makes me more inadequate than looking at well, good Lord, all of these awards, well, all of this schooling. Well, we're going to start a new a new <laughs> intro to the podcast. You have to read that entire resume. This is incredible. Uh, Colonel Midbury, you're the garrison commander for Fort Campbell. Welcome to Clarksville's conversation. Did you take a look at this thing? Uh, I have not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't even know what we're, what we're reading no, about. You're incredibly qualified for your job. You're incredibly qualified. But before we get into the job and what it entails, you, sir, where do you call home? It's funny you say that. You know, people ask me, where, where do I call home? And I'll be honest, I often struggle with that. I have never lived anywhere in my life more than six years. Your entire life. My entire life. I've been uh, a mili- military brat, and then I joined the military, and now I've you know moved around. And and uh, but uh, to answer your question, I call I call Western Pennsylvania home. I'm a Steelers fan, and that and the reason I do that is because that's where my father's from. He grew up oh, there, yeah. so I grew up going there, regardless of where I lived in my and where he lived and was stationed. Uh, we would go back to Western Pennsylvania, specifically a small town called Slippery Rock. It's just north of Pittsburgh, by 45 minutes. That's where my grandparents lived, and we'd go wow. there. And that's uh, yeah. So that's that's what I call home. Your dad, what did he do in the service? My dad was uh, he grew up in Slippery Rock, uh, graduated high school, joined the Navy, enlisted in the Navy, mm. transitioned after four years in uh, in the Navy to the Coast Guard, and then he served a full career in the Coast Guard. So he served twenty six plus years of Navy Coast Guard combined service, uh, similar to you know, military life. Moved all over the place, and I followed, followed him around, and because I didn't have a choice. Wow, was that your way of rebelling? You're like, Dad, listen, I appreciate what you do, but instead yeah. of joining the Navy and the Coast Guard, uh, I'm going to go in the Army. That's funny. He's funny to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I actually do. I, I do make sea service jokes, and, uh, and and of course, having gone to the academy, I have to say beat Navy all the time. But um, I, I went to um, I went to uh, fourth and fifth grade on a military on an army base in San Juan, Puerto Rico. We lived in Puerto Rico. He was stationed there. So exposed to the military all my career. And, mm-hmm. and frankly, I just always was fascinated with the army. You know, it's like, you know, you, you grow up as a kid, you, you, yeah. you don't, you, you play G.I. Joe, you play army, you don't play Navy, you know? <laughs> I was there was no Coast Guard G.I. Right. Right. My dad will love that one. You see those, you see those jokes, you know, <laughs> yeah, when you're, right. when you're doing the football game. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that's Nobody great. Nobody played Navy as a kid, you know, the <laughs> army. <laughs> Not many. There's some kids somewhere that played <laughs> Navy. <laughs> Oh yeah, All right, I know. but everyone else one played team, army. Yeah. One team, one fight. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you were you growing up? Yeah, I mean, were, were were you automatically a Steelers fan? You didn't have a choice. Didn't have a choice. Yeah, family. You know, yeah, going back home in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, always loved the Steelers, and they were, you know, and, and frankly, you know, they've always been a great team. So it's good. To, it's good to, uh, and, you know, I, I feel sad they beat the Titans last week. You know. uh, here we go. But, uh, a little, hey, little hey, passive aggressive. I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's called the rebuilding year, Colonel. That's what <laughs> it's called. Right, but right. but you know what? I know we're not here to talk about football, but I'm going to. The thing about Pittsburgh is, even if they have a down year, they're always at 500. Absolutely. It's just, especially Tomlin. He's just a, he's a solid coach. And it's like, yeah, they're not going to be good this year. Oops, they're in the playoffs yep. again. Right. You know, and then you know we sometimes struggle with that. So, 
we struggle quite a bit. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, yeah. What was it about the service, your dad being in it, living that life, traveling all over the, the country? You know, you get a set of friends, you get some roots planted, and then, oh, change a duty station. What was it about the growing up that made you say, you know, this is still, I, I need to serve? You know, I, um, I grew up in a family of service. So, so obviously my, my father served, my grandfather also served. He was in the Army in World War II, uh, went, crossed uh, onto uh, D-Day at about D-plus four or five. Um, so always have grown up with uh, service in my family, dating back to my grandfather. I actually enjoyed moving around all, yeah. all over the place. I liked it. Uh, I felt like it was fun to move some move every couple of years. And yeah, as a young kid, you know, it was like, you know, you, you got to make new friends and yeah. new teachers and new, new uh, coaches and, and scout leaders and whatnot. But I also, but I felt like that, that's what made me who I am. And, and, and I would say that's what makes my children, you know, who they are. And like yeah. they, they've now lived the same kind of lifestyle. I know, I know what they have experienced because I yeah. experienced the same thing as a kid. And, and I feel uh, a military family's, are, yes, they, they move around a lot and they experience kind of a different uh, lifestyle, but it's also a very rewarding, fulfilling, uh, and it makes children, military children, uh, resilient. Hmm. Have, you, have you had, a f- other than Clarksville, because we know we're the best in Fort yeah. Campbell, yeah. is there another What's second, like, second We want to know yeah, second, second best. best. Who comes yeah. in second? Second best, you know, I spent, uh, I spent almost eight years at, at Fort Bragg, now called Fort Liberty, mm. uh, and we had a, a great, great memories there, great, great post there too, but certainly pales in comparison to Fort Campbell <laughs> and, and, and Clarksville area. So, That's what the garrison commander needs to say. Absolutely. <laughs> and we've got a lot of friends over there too but you know we we are we are the best yeah 100 it's a pretty darn good community um but you're talking about your kids and even even you the skill set that that gives you right having to be adaptable having to be good in new situations so many people are are so comfortable in life and they live in the same place same group of friends same everything they really had to be good with making new friends quick and they really had to be good with ad- ad- adapting which i'm sure that's a skill set that will, will treat them very well later on in life when they grow up and get into the professional world, much like it's it's helped you quite a bit. Yeah, 100 percent. I, I do believe that, uh, though, doing a career in, in the military is it has its challenges. And, you know, the, the, like I said, the multiple moves and you know, my wife trying to find a job every time we move somewhere, that's a challenge. But at the same time, we've we've been able to I, I lived in we lived in Germany for two years and got to travel all around Europe with. And this was from 2015 to 17. So my boys were old enough to remember yeah. it. We travel around 18 countries. It was awesome. You know, every weekend that we had an opportunity, we'd be on the road. So, you know, they when they compare that to their their kid, their friends in school and on their sports teams, you know, who many have, have haven't moved uh, as much. You know, I, I think they, they have something different to offer. Mm-hmm. They have this, they have a little bit more world experience and, yeah. and uh, you know, examples to share. You know, they go in class and they they they, they learn about uh, something in Europe or, or they show a picture of the Eiffel Tower. You know, my kids are like, oh, yeah, well, I've, I've been up it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's more just cool. pictures to us. Yeah, We've yeah. been there. Yeah. We walked up those steps. Was it, not, was it right away, you know, that you knew that you wanted to be an officer when you decided to go in the Army or was there some discussion there? So good, so good question. So I, I have an older brother. Uh, he's, he was three years older than me and, and uh, he applied to West Point and was accepted. So I didn't know a whole lot about West Point. Again, my dad was Coast Guard. Um, we lived in Maryland at the time, just north of D.C. 
Uh, so I got, to, I went up and visited him when he was at the Academy and, and as I was still in high school and, and I was like, Hey man, this is, this is kind of cool. I can see yeah. myself doing this. So that was really kind of the impetus for, for going to the Academy. Um, you know, I applied a bunch of schools and got in and I was fortunate to get in and, and you know, the rest is history. You know, it was, uh, it wasn't like something I had thought about forever. I think it really was high school. I watched my brother go through it and, uh, I went up and visited it and, and, uh, you know, here yeah. I am now, 25 plus years later. <laughs> what, what, what's your first day at West Point like? I mean, you, here you are. Yeah. So a little, a little, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's scary. You know, you yeah. don't, you know, I, I think I had a little bit of advantage because my bro, so my brother was a senior at West Point when I was a freshman at West Point. So I had, uh, at least I had a familiar face, even though I think he still hazed me. And, uh, <laughs> he didn't really, uh, he didn't help me out a whole lot there. But um, so because I grew up in a you know military family and, and my brother had went, I knew a little bit about what to expect. Uh, so, but nevertheless, it's uh, super scary. You know, you don't know what you're getting into. Did I make the right decision? Is yeah. this what I want to do? Do I want to stay in the army? You know, is this, is this, is this for me? You know, you have these thoughts all through the initial summer there. And, and, uh, but I, I, I think I, frankly, having grown up as a military kid and the back, uh, you know, the experience that I had helped, helped me yeah. be successful yeah. there. Yeah. Have you ever been, Ryan, you ever been to West Point? Do I look like I've been to West Point? <laughs> I do mean, I have that you look? You look like a tourist. So I, thought, <laughs> I thought you <laughs> may have visited sometime. <laughs> they don't let people like me on there. Yeah, like, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, Sir, right over there. Yeah, That's where yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. going to want to go. I've not, but you've been it, there, though. No, I've, I've been there before. It is, it's stunning, and uh, it's almost just, it just doesn't seem real when you're there, but we, we got to do it as, as a tourist, so it was kind of cool. Yeah. That had been neat to having your brother go there, and it must have been a different experience for you because you had seen it. You had bite-sized pieces exactly. of West Point from your brother, and then there you are. Like so many people have an idea of what it is, and day one, they haven't had the bite-sized samples that you mm-hmm. have had throughout your brother's career there. Yeah, that, that's exactly true, and I, I do think that that gave me an advantage, having having no you know, knowing what to expect. And, and then for that first year, where, that's really the hardest year where you're, you're – you, you, they call him a plea, but it's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's your most difficult year, and having having a you know a brother as a senior there to to uh, to lean on was uh, was a huge huge for me. Wow. What what was your first duty station? So first duty station was eighty uh, second Airborne. I was a rifle platoon leader in second brigade of the eighty second. That's cool. Yeah, so you best, start a best Ford job Liberty. ever. Yeah. yeah I, I will tell you like as a, there's nothing cooler than being a platoon leader, you know, brand new, you know, you're young, yeah. you're, you know, this is exciting job, jumping on airplanes and mm-hmm. doing, uh, doing all that. Great, uh, great, great job. <laughs> and that leads you to your job now where you're not jumping out of airplanes not anymore. It's a much different job. Thank goodness. Being a garrison commander. What, what does a garrison commander do? People hear that term all the time, but what is the day to day life of a garrison commander? That's a great question. Uh, so I have been in the job now for just under 90 days. And uh, I asked myself, what does a garrison commander do daily? <laughs> All right. It is uh, one. It's a, it's a super rewarding, fulfilling job. Uh, you know, as the garrison commander at Fort Campbell, I get to lead and manage the garrison workforce, which is comprised of about 2000 individuals. Ninety nine percent of them are civilians, Department of the Army civilians. Uh, these are uh, is only about 20 or 30 of us that, that wear the uniform. So when I boil down what my job is on a day to day basis, I say I'm like the I'm like the city mayor, city manager of a mid sized city called Fort Campbell. Uh, my job is to ensure that the workforce uh, prepares the units that that live, train, work there and their families to uh, ultimately to 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 enable those units to do their jobs, which is to deploy, fight and win when the nation calls. So that's uh, I mean, we have everything from our own fire department and 
police station to uh, you know man all man all the gates, clear all the grounds, keep soldiers and families safe and secure. Uh, I, we partner with. Uh, we partner with the schools. You know, DoD is the yeah. school system yeah. not on post. Uh, we partner with AFEZ Post Exchange, uh, DECA, the post commissary, and you know, we manage uh, all the facilities, the ranges, uh, you name it. If there's, if you come on to Fort Campbell and you yeah. interact with a civilian, they are likely a member of the workforce, the garrison workforce. Uh, at Fort Campbell, and I'm super privileged, really, to be uh, to be their garrison commander. Well, one of, one of your big challenges, it seems like to me, from a civilian looking in, is is child care. So, can you talk about you know how how you deal with yes child care? Absolutely, Charlie. And that's that's a great point. So so people ask you, you know, what are what are the challenges? Child care is one of them. Uh, the, the short uh, the short and long of it is there's a supply and demand issue. Yeah, there, there is not enough supply. Uh, not enough child care spaces to meet the demand of the soldiers and families that live and work on on Fort Campbell. Uh, and, and honestly, that challenge, so it's, it's going to get worse. We've got aging facilities on Fort Campbell. We're about to go through a modernization of one of our big uh, one of our big uh, uh, child development centers, and that'll actually drop us down even less. Uh, you know, the supply will go down even less for a short period of time. But it's but it's necessary in order yeah. to to uh, you know modernize our facilities. So we, you know, so that's one of the things that when when I go off the insulation, people ask, hey, how, how can we help? What can we do? You know, child child care is is one of those areas. It's a it's a huge emphasis of the senior commander, Major General Sylvia, uh, and, and looking for you know, there's a couple couple avenues of, that we could that, that we could go down. Well, one of them is a is a route called uh, uh, family. Family um, child care. These are in-home child care. Um, so, for instance, if you live on post at Fort Campbell in one of the 4,500 homes, you can choose to to uh, bring in four or five children into your home. You have to get accredited and you have to go oh, through yeah. all the yeah. all the necessary steps. But that uh, that used to be a big thing uh, about 10, 20 years ago, and now it's actually small. There's only a handful. There's less than 10 homes on the yeah. installation. But outside the community, you know, a, a, a something that outside the community that folks can do is. Um, uh, one part of it is supply demand. You know, so can we can we open more child cares? And then those that are open, can we offer any type of incentives, incentives or uh, price breaks for for active duty soldiers? And there are actual federal and state programs out there to uh, to enable yeah. a service member to send his child, his or her child, to uh, off post and 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 you know pay the pay the difference between yeah. sending them on post. Uh, and you know, sub- uh, subsidize that. So child care is a big big thing. <laughs> Talk o- almost with it every time. Oh, I yeah. See the I just imagine people are asking you, okay, how can we help support Fort Campbell? And you're like, can you watch some kids for That's a couple right. hours a day? <laughs> right. And then they go, how, I was thinking money. Can I just, can we do a check instead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine every day is a different day. I mean, you, you may have your schedule just lined out just like you want it. And then when you get to the office or even before that, your phone rings and your day shifts. Yeah, that's a that's actually a great description of, of a day in the life of the of the garrison commander. We do I do have a generally I'll wake up and I'll have a set schedule. It'll change sometimes. It, it's very dynamic. Uh, it's no different really than than um, you know by other jobs in the army that they are. I mean, the army is a is a uh, uh, you know, it's a dynamic um, career field. Yeah, and like you know, some days you, you'll you'll get up and you'll follow your schedule, and other days it'll something will happen or something will become the you know the hot topic of the day, and and you'll. You know, we, I like to call it reacting to contact. Yeah. You know, I like to, you know, we, that's what we do in the army. Yeah. You know, we, we react to contact. We'll surge on whatever the event, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a crisis even. It just, yeah. it's, it's the important topic of the day and we'll, we'll surge on it and, uh, and get it done. And you've got, but you have people in place in your office 
that handle different things. Yeah. You've got a deputy. You've got he's not a, watching you've kids. You've got a sergeant major. <laughs> There's no classroom. <laughs> yeah, right. But you you've got people that can do some of this job for you. You've got a team. Yeah, hundred percent. And and that is uh, that's one of the coolest things about being the garrison commander. <clears throat> I've got a phenomenal team that I work yeah. with. I mean, just inside of my office, my command sergeant major is a, is a probably the most professional non-commissioned officer I've ever served with in the Army. I've got a senior civilian deputy. He's a, a senior uh, you know, GS-15. He's my right-hand guy. He's been there for a couple of years. He's the continuity for the, yeah. for the garrison. You know, the garrison commander and sergeant major change that every two years. Our civilian workforce are the continuity. They are the subject matter experts. I don't. Mm-hmm. I stand up in front of them, and, and you know, I am without it. I am not the subject matter expert. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I have a whole staff of subject matter experts on, on whatever the topic or challenge is. Uh, you know, yeah. Allow me to phone a friend, and I will. There you I will go. Get an answer. There you go. First moment as garrison commander, you're looking at a situation. Maybe it was an email or a call. You had to deal with something. Was there a moment when you're like, wait a minute, is this part of my job too? <laughs> hmm, you know, that's, that's funny. <laughs> I'll steal this from the senior commander because he, he, uh, he <clears> says <throat> that uh, child care, you know, is, is probably one of the biggest topics and domains. We've already discussed that. Um, I, I, I know that the senior commander would echo that, that he never thought that he would spend as much time and energy and effort mm. into trying to understand and, and increase our child care for our soldiers and family members. Um, I would say he, he, uh, he hands that to me to help, uh, you know, figure out <laughs> what a guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, here's it, our it, biggest that's crisis. That's, that's Colonel, take care of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So can I drop my kids off at your, <laughs> you haven't had to get on the school bus and drive a busload of kids to school. That hasn't happened yet. Not yet. Not yet. But I'd be willing, I'd be willing to do that. You know, you've got right now, there's some, some troop movement. Some um, some deployments and and the garrison helps a lot with helping the families while the soldiers are deployed. What what is it? What is that like? Yeah, so so great great point. So you know we are though we're in November time, November December time period. Typically holiday you know, holidays. You got Veterans Day and Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. A lot of times it's a kind of a slowdown period. It is not a slowdown period for Fort Campbell. Uh, we've got some significant events, uh, namely the the redeployment of the First Brigade Combat Team. Redeploying from Europe, they are there. We've already got a flight, a couple flights on the ground. This will happen over the next four or five weeks or so, and they will be replaced in Europe by the Third Brigade Combat Team, the Rakasans, out of the 101st. Uh, the installation workforce supports all that. We've got 24-hour operations center tracking all the inbound, out, outbound flights, meeting families and informing families, meeting uh, soldiers coming off the plane at the at the. Um, um, at the airfield, uh, we you know, the, the work the installation workforce is involved in really every aspect of, of yeah. uh, you know anything that's happening at Fort Campbell, and it's it's a busy time period. And, and yes, the holidays are upon us, but but uh, still a lot of significant uh, moving moving parts happening at Fort yeah. Campbell. Yeah, there's a lot a lot going on. It's a lot going the on holidays, and and I know you guys have different events and things that you do for for the Fort Campbell community. What, what what you got lined up this year? Yeah, so so every every year in the holiday period, we've always got um, uh, we've always got significant events here. For Thanksgiving, we've got a Warrior Zone is hosting a Thanksgiving lunch. We've got our our annual tree lighting uh, ceremony, uh, trees for troops, uh, numerous events in the local community. Our, our MWR Morale Welfare Recreation Department uh, uh, has events going on. Um, 
uh, almost on a weekly basis. As a matter of fact, I mean, this this week we got uh, we got um, Gary Sinise and Lieutenant Dan Band. You probably heard. heard oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. He's playing at Wilson Theater this uh, this Thursday. I'm going to actually go introduce them and or introduce the opening. And they're really yeah. good. Yeah, they're very yeah. entertaining. So there there you can uh, you know folks can go onto our MWR page or our public affairs page, and we've got all the events laid out. Um, uh, you know, turkey for troops coming up. That's, yeah, that's uh, right. Fantastic. It's a big one. Big one. So yeah, there's there is never uh, there, there, you know there's always something to do. So, yeah. you, know, you just gotta gotta hop online and, and see what uh, uh, see what works for you. What about you personally? You've got you've got a year and nine months left of this gig. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be like you may have started the gig with perfectly brown hair and now it's all gray? It's been ninety days in. Uh, what is your goal past this this post? All I heard is that you said my hair is all gray. That's getting there. Yeah, yeah. and you yeah, know it's it seasoned. That's it. Just <laughs> seasoned, you know, yeah. yeah. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> yeah. So so great great point. You know, mm-hmm. I, I uh, you know I've got a year and a year and nine months of of garrison command left, and and really what I um I. Daily, I, I I want to I would, I just want to make an impact. You know, I, I yeah. want to use my experience. I've been in the army twenty four plus years and uh, served on Fort Campbell before. Served on this installation and the units on this installation. And familiar with the community, uh, yeah. and, and I want to I want to be able to you know walk away and 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 uh, you know year and nine months and say hey you know I I continued to 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 move the football forward. Yeah, you know, I, I'm pretty biased. I think Fort Campbell is the best army installation in the world, and and you know my charge is I want to keep it that way and uh, you know continue to make it the best installation in the army. Well, one one thing he he's such a blessed blessed man. He yeah. has a fantastic family, and. I'm going to give him an opportunity to tell us how awesome his wife Beth is. How awesome is Beth? Yeah, so Carter. my wife's pretty awesome. Uh, I've known her for 35 plus years. We met in seventh grade. So pe- people ask me, you know, were you guys like high school sweethearts? No, we we were best friends from seventh grade till till about college. Yeah, and uh, um, she's phenomenal. You know, she's the the mother of our my our three boys. Um, she's you know really been with me the whole my whole military career. Uh, we've been married 21 years this month, actually. Um, and, um, she's, she's, uh, you know, anytime it's funny. Cause every time when people found out I was coming back to Fort Campbell, like you, Charlie tested, well, well, you know, really, he didn't care about me. He, he cared <laughs> I was about like, when's Beth, like, like, right Beth showing up? You <laughs> yeah. Know? Tracy's she's, looking she, for yeah, Beth. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's my, she's, she's the better half. And, and really when people say, you know, Midbury, really they're thinking, they're thinking Beth, not, not. Chris. You're Beth's <laughs> husband. Essentially. Exactly. You are Beth's husband. Yeah. yeah. yeah she outranks you for sure. Cause he's Tracy's husband. 100%. No doubt about it. Absolutely. He's Tracy's husband. She's so uh, yeah, she's awesome. She makes me, uh, you know, she makes me. She, she raises my stock, yeah, which is pretty yeah. low. So, and and she she's a working mother. She is in the Clarksville Montgomery yeah, County school system teaching. Where does she teach? Yeah, she teaches at West Creek Middle. Fantastic. Yeah, yep, she teaches seventh grade there. She teaches uh, English and social studies, and uh, she's so far so good. She loves it. I'll tell you what, my wife teaches seventh grade math, and I know Charlie's wife is in education. You think you're a big deal? Go somewhere with your teacher's spouse at a place where their students recognize them. Uh, exactly. Like, I am sure you're out grocery shopping, all of a sudden that you hear, Miss Midbury, Miss Midbury, and then there, there's nothing <laughs> cooler than, than being a part of that, and there you are, just like, I'm right over here. Yep, that's exactly how I feel like. <laughs> no, it's, it, that, it's, I am always second fiddle. But it is awesome that, yeah. that she came in and got, you know, replugged in the community, because it was just, I don't, I don't know what year is it, maybe Five, four or five years ago, you guys were here, right. and you guys built all those relationships, mm-hmm. and now you can just lean right back into it. 
Absolutely. Where's your brother at? Is he still in the service? Nope. He got out of the service. Uh, he served maybe eight to 10 years. He lives in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Right now. Yeah. I was wondering if he was the garrison commander somewhere else, too, and he was able to give you some tips like, listen here, this is going to be a little strange. Tone it down. No, he he did not do a career in the Army. He got got out uh, so many years ago. We sure sure appreciate you coming. Is there there anything we're forgetting? Is there something else out there that... Sorry about the gray hair joke, by the way. Uh, Don't hold that against me. Uh, He's never apologized to me. Well, (laughs) your hair's a gray. I think it's a hollow apology. I think you're born with gray hair. (laughs) He was born with a mustache and gray hair. (laughs) Mustache. (laughs) You know, I'll just you know. First off, I I I fought to come back here. You know, like I opened up with you know. I've been here at Fort Campbell before. This is an amazing installation. It's because of the community. It's because of the people. It's because of the units. And and I'm super super privileged to be the garrison commander to be back here again and to be a part. Part of of this thing that's called Fort Campbell and the greater community that surrounds Fort Campbell. So, uh, you know, like, like I said, my my goal is to leave my time in command and 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 feel that I continue to to move that football forward and mm. continue to to keep Fort Campbell and the community uh, uh, great. So I, I'm uh, super super thrilled to be back here. Thank you, and I appreciate. Thank you for the opportunity to come here and to do this. This is uh, this is cool, man. Happy to have you. You're welcome anytime. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.